Hey guys, it's Open Tabs. My name is Bert Kreischer. I'm your host. This is me in my man cave going through all the tabs I leave open over the weekend. Uh, we ha- this is we have, we have not done one I think in two weeks, mm-hmm. and that's because the Body Shots World Tour went on sale, and my focus was focused on that. To defend myself, when you do a tour, when you release a tour, you wake up at 5 a.m., 4 a.m. to start doing press nationally for the tour. Oh, I'm not fucking, come on, guys. It's a free content. I'm not even doing advertisers on this. I'm thinking about having a guests on this, on Open Tabs. That would be great. I want to have Bill Burr on. That would be awesome. I want to have Bill on. Uh, I want to have Ari on. Ari was, I, I got to give, in all honesty, Ari was the first one to come up with that idea. He was like, hey, I'd love to be a guest on Open Tabs and go through my browser and see what I did. Oh, I would love the that. Guest browser history. Guest browser history. That's how this whole show started. Yeah. Is that I was in uh I was in I thought it was interesting to go through someone's internet safari that. history yeah. and find what they had Googled and then have them defend it. Had them defend it or explain it to you. And then one day I was like, fuck it, I'll just do it myself. So this is open tabs. I want to start by we're gonna start with the steak king. Screen record. Fucking shit. <laughs> Holy shit! Good. A little, little rusty. A little rusty here. It's been two weeks. That's the last open tabs we did, dude. The uh, state, the state king followed me on Instagram. Oh, shut up, <laughs> dude! Nothing made me more proud in my life than a New follow screen from the record. King. This is how we do this. For all of you that asked, what we do is we go into QuickTime, go into Edit, go to New Screen Record, and then record the screen, and then Halston in all his magic. I think it's it's now recording. He then plants it in over the side. Uh, we're gonna go to the steak king first. That's how we start off this whole. There's, I, I mean, what I feel really bad that we haven't done two weeks of open tabs because the steak king has been coming in hot, really hot. Hey, Halston, can you pass me that diet coke? Yeah. <clears throat> um, yes, we're in the middle of sober October. We have seven days to go. I think six days to go. Workout challenge is going fantastically. I wish I could pull up. My, that's diet root beer. The other one's diet coke. Thank you. There's not much left in it. Um, I wish I could show you the app and the standings on the app. I have hurt my foot uh, yesterday on a hike with Ari Shafir. It's really bad. I'm going to an orthopedic surgeon today, thanks to Tom Segura. And uh, but uh, or I don't even know if he's a surgeon, but yeah. So we'll see how I do in these last this last week. It was pretty bad. So, uh, it's, it's, the competition has been fucking chaotic. This is what's funny is I got a real quick, um, before we get into the steak king, I want to show you a video. This, uh, this is what blows me away about the internet is maybe, maybe it's sometimes it's me doing two inside of a joke, right? So we're in this thing. Joe, obviously Rogan is in it. For those of you who don't know, Sober October, me, Joe Rogan, Ari Shavir, Tom Segura, I'll do a. Uh, we don't drink or do drugs for the entire month. We call it Sober October. I've talked about this a tad bit, uh, but it's also Sober October. It was just a lot easier to say. That's what we call it. And we're also doing a fitness challenge. Last year, we did 15 hot yogas. This year, we're all wearing MyZone fitness trackers. Those trackers track your heart rate, and you get points called MEPs, points for every time your heart rate gets into a different percentile. So, for instance, say your heart rate is in the... 50th percentile. Let's see what would heart rate uh, zones. <coughs> that did not come up the way I wanted to. Heart rate omnia. That's not right. Heart rate zones. So 
here's a this is perfect. Jesus Christ. Oh, fuck. Fuck me. Jesus Christ. This is killing me. Okay. This is not what I wanted. I'm fucking losing my goddamn mind. Back to my explanation. So, if your heart rate is in say the 50th percentile zone, 50 to 59, then you get one point per minute that you work out. If it's from 60 to 69, you get two points per minute you work out. If it's in 70 to 79, you get three points. And at 80 to 100, you get four points. They don't reward you for the 90th percentile because they think you'd die. By the way, it should be noted, Joe Rogan only trained in the 90th percentile. When he worked out that first month, he or the first week, he was the one that let us know you don't get more points for 90. None of us were getting into 90. Like we were at times, but Joe was getting into 90. And he was like, you don't get points for 90. This is fucking bullshit. I've been redlining it all week. And me and Tom are like, oh, you don't get more points for 90? So where do you want your heart rate ideally? Ideally at 80%. Which means like one... 150 Okay. 150 to work out. I think that's cardiovascular. Will you look that up? What uh, I, I'm trying to look it up. At 80, per 90, 80 to 90% HR, this zone was once thought to be only for athletes and competitors. However, it's for anyone who wants to get fitter and faster. It names the thresholds. It's named the threshold zone. That's from 80 to 90%. This is where it's best to work out. Google heart rates chart. Okay, hold on. The reason to spend time in zone four is to create training changes that lead to improvement in aerobic capacity. When the muscle abilities to t- ability to tolerate lactic acid concentrations, but where I stay at most of my time is in zone three. This is the zone that drives endurance capacity, the ability to sustain exercise over a long period of time without fatigue. The aerobic zone provides improvement in fitness levels by increasing mitochondrial density and enhancing fat utilization, resulting in more total calories expended per exercise per minute. This zone is more challenging. Oh, nice. For a trainer, for a trained exerciser, this zone is considered somewhat hard with a rate of perceived exertion, RPE for them, is five to six. Joe's at Redline. Joe works out in zone five. It should be noted, uh, Joe is doing very well in this challenge. Ari... Uh, who I went hiking with yesterday when I injured my foot, He, we thought because he never worked out and he is immediately, everything he does is in zone four. 80 to 90 percentile, that's where Ari lives. He gets on an elliptical, zone four. He lives in elliptical. Me and Tom assumed it's because he's so out of shape that that is, that that is uh, that's because that's he's out of shape. And so he's so out of shape. It's like Ralphie used to huff and puff going upstairs. We were figured, oh, Ari's just in such bad shape that any activity is going to get him into zone four. Uh, turns out I was wrong about that. I hiked with Ari yesterday, and I was in zone four the whole time, and he barely was in zone, zone three. Well, it is week three, so he's getting in better shape. He's getting in better shape, but I, but he's still – I have to say, in all honesty, anyone who can push themselves into the 80th to 90th percentile for every workout for over an hour – it's fucking next level. It really is next level. It probably helps that he lives in New York and he walks a lot, right? No. No? No. I, what helps is he is uh, an addicted gambler like myself. Like he has that fucking trigger where he like literally he looks at this app as much as I do. Tom does not. Tom is doing his regular workouts. He's pushing it a little harder, but he's not going to kill himself over this. Joe will not kill himself over this. He'll try to kill me. 
and Ari will die just by trickle-down uh, effect of Joe killing me, Ari will die. Because Ari will look at his fucking thing at the end of the day at midnight, and if at midnight I'm above him, he goes to the gym and just works out. <laughs> and by the way, I'm doing the same fucking thing. I wait until Ari posts his, and then when he posts his, I just get on the rowing machine and row. It's it, This is the funnest challenge. We've been talking so much shit that I think... On November 5th, when we do Joe's podcast, we're going to need a little moment to like make up and make sure we're all still friends. We've been talking so much shit. I texted Joe the other day, and I said, dude, he, he got... So just for you know, like the average person, they get man, like, like 200... I do a spin class, and I'll get 200 points for spin class, right? It's a 50-minute, 45-minute spin class. Your heart rate's in 80 percentile the entire time, and that's where, you, that's where you'll live, right? A hot yoga was 100 points. A seven-mile run for me the other day was 225 points because it was all green. So green's like, in a weird way, not as effective as yellow, right? Joe Rogan scored 949 points in one workout. Nine, that's like doing uh, six spin classes back to back to back to back to back to back to back. And I texted him, 949 points? question mark exclamation mark question mark exclamation mark question mark exclamation mark and joe just wrote back war <laughs> dude i will if this fucking contest has pointed out one thing it has pointed out how glad i am i'm his friend and not his fucking enemy that guy is the most focused individual you know it's so funny i really didn't i mean i knew he was focused you know he's focused you know he works out hard you know he's like fucking badass you know all that but you don't know to what extent that is until you compete against him and he puts you in his crosshairs and you go, oh. What kind of gene is that? So Ari's got the Anne Frank gene. You've got the Mickey Mantle gene. Yeah. John, uh, Tommy's got high and tight genes. <laughs> and then Joe's Joe's got the, the Chuck Norris stretch genes. <laughs> MC Hammer pants genes. <laughs> I've had a chest infection this whole fucking month. And I can't rest to get it better. I got it on the cruise ship. This has been a fucking brutal month. I don't even notice that I'm not drinking. I haven't even thought once about not drinking. But Body Shots World Tour tickets on sale right now. Uh, we have added, I want to say we've added something like 30 shows. I'm not certain, but we've added it. If your city sold out when you tried to get tickets, we've added a show. And if that show sold out, we've added a third show. Okay? And if that show sold out, we've added a fourth. And if the fourth one sold out, we added a fifth. I will do this tour so that if you want to see me, you can come see me. I am very proud of the new material I'm writing. I love it. I think I have some... I got to turn that off. I think I have some work to do, but that's what the rest of this uh, this this rest of this year is for. And then come January 10th, January 9th, bitch, it's on. You just got a quote for a tour bus. Get ready, motherfuckers. I am so fucking pumped. I've been wanting this my whole career. World tour, tour bus fucking booze right after the show driving to the next city bullshitting hitting blunts fucking working out anyway <coughs> body shots world tour november 5th tune in to find the standings of this uh sober october challenge huh. the state king i've neglected him so much i've been gone for two weeks been gone for two weeks i want to see alex jones meet uh elon musk so very cool they ran into each other i guess they did yeah. a show to, i don't know i don't understand i haven't seen it 
<laughs> Dynasty, Alex Jones, meet Elon Musk. Uh, uh, we got the new uh, trailer for Eminem's movie, Bodied. I want to see that. I have not seen that. We'll watch that together. And then we'll go through and close these tabs out. Pete Davidson and Ariel Grande broke up. Thank God. Uh, that's Wh- all I'll say. What? Why? I'm glad. I'm glad. Why? It ended good. We're clean. Look, I'm a Pete Davidson fan, right? I'm, I'm on Team Pete across the board. This is the best way it could have happened for him. He got out clean. Without being, what do you mean? He got out clean, bro. Because she's, she's beloved. Just... She, you, she, everyone loves Ariana Grande. Ah, he got out clean, man. So breakup could mean death threats for him. It could and... be bad, man. It yeah. could a bad breakup could be really fuck could fuck with his career. But he got out clean. He's he's healthy. He's good. He's got to nurse some wounds. I'm sure that's got to be tough to go from like life with the fucking mega star to then back to being Pete. It's got to be a rough like go back to. Staten Island, like, ah, uh, I'll just take a slice. Like, I don't know. Just going to date some jer- girls from New Jersey now. Oh, dude. The level of pussy he's going to get is next. He's already got fucking amazing pussy. I'm certain of it, but he's going to get. By the way, and I bet he's like kind of guy that just won't, will be nursing wounds and won't even try. And they'll just be model puss will be get thrown at him. Model puss. <laughs> Yeah, but he's going to write about it. He'll do great stand-up. He'll do an hour special. He'll talk about it in there, and it'll be fucking phenomenal. And if he's not writing about it, uh, the shout-out to Pete. Fucking write about it. He talked about it on stage a little bit uh, the other day, I saw. Yeah, but uh, it's... Uh, yeah, so he got out clean. So I'm okay that they broke up. Uh, I don't think anyone ever thought that that was going to last forever. Dude, he tattooed her name on him. What, like, it was probably a mistake. forever, dude. That was probably a mistake. That means they're good. I would have never... Uh, <laughs> I definitely I don't even still even tattoo Leanne's name on me I won't even tattoo L on me just in case (laughs) so this is the video Rogan posted on his social media and then I posted something I'll just show you both videos and what's crazy is how either no one watched both videos or no one got the joke I got the joke I I thought it was a joke take a look this is Rogan's video having a having a run here today had a light day yesterday Went on about a mile and a half run through the hills with young Marshall May. Marshall, say hi, buddy. Uh, today we're getting after it. Got to make up for lost time. Ari Shafir got 350 points yesterday. I saw Bert was at spin class this morning. Oh, oh I got to twist the blade. Twist the blade. Okay, Ooh. that was... I oh, saw damn. that. That is a, an intense video. He's a Batman villain. And then here we go. Oh, fuck. Yes, baby. Oh, I saw your video, Joe. So I took a run in the canyons. Two miles. You did one, I do two miles. And I brought my dog up here, too. Fuck yeah, baby. It's on. Sober October. Priscilla! 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 Fuck. Fuck. All right, well, it's two miles down. I gotta go find my dog. I thought that was an obvious joke. It was not, man. It was not. The amount of people that were like, hey, man, did you ever find your dog? I was like, my dog's had five knee surgeries. I've talked very openly about my dog. There's no way she hiked the top of a mountain with me two miles. But it was so amazing to picture you bringing your dog and just completely leaving the dog in the (laughs) dust. I thought it was funny as shit because Joe's with his dog and then yeah. I'm with mine. <laughs> it's like, where 
is she? Did she fall off the cliff somewhere? Like, oh my god. Oh Holy shit. Man, the amount of hate I got on that fucking video was insane. There's the amount of hate people give me on these videos sometimes. I'm like, hey man, if it didn't make you laugh, then fine. All right, let's get out of there. State King. State King. Let's go straight to the State King. So for those of you who don't know, my buddy Paul Baldwin, he posted this picture uh, a little while ago. Okay? He posted simply a picture of a steak. Thank you, Western Daughters, for this beautiful dry-aged strip. Grass-fed, hashtag grass-fed, hashtag perfection. And we said, clearly Paul hadn't been on Instagram in three years. And we said, hey, guys, why don't you go photo uh, comment bomb him? Throw some comments about how much you love the steak king, about how much you love this thing. This picture, just comment on the steak, comment on him. He didn't know that this was coming. He did not did know this, this was live coming. on open tabs. We're like, let's flood this picture of the steak and just don't tell anyone that Bert did it, but comment. And then he wrote, coming soon, more steak. He put a picture, coming soon, more steak, this picture. Fear not, Steak Nation, more steaks are on their way. And I was under the impression that he was working on a show called Steak Nation, hmm. which, by the way, is not, he's a producer. He produced Trip Flip for me. Um, <coughs> He, uh, he did not, he was not working on his show, but then he just started posting pictures of steaks and we started liking them. And then he got to this picture. Uh, then he got to this video and this is where we found out, wait, where was the video that we, oh, he put, shot it on YouTube, right? Oh, the one where he was, where like, he, he was wearing the machine shirt. He wore the machine shirt. We yeah. found out, oh, he knew that we bombed him. And then he started making pictures for steaks and we profile him on this show. Now we are backlogged. Okay, every now and then you just get a beautiful picture of a steak in celebration of the foods that eat my foods, and he showed a carrot with a picture of a steak. But he's a, he has dedicated his Instagram to these steak pictures and videos. Now, this is one of the videos. Uh, what video is this? Let's just see what this one is. I finally built up the nerve after listening to all my friends brag about their mini experiences. Oh, oh, hold on, hold on. Okay. So we sent everyone to his page to write their favorite steak porn. And so Paul, we said, hey, read the read your favorite one in your thing. He went to the next level. He not only read it, he just, he shot it and shot a video of it. And that's the video we're about to watch. With actors and everything. With actors. He hired actors <laughs> and went out and shot a fucking video reenacting this person's steak porn. So here we go. Reenacting the comments, yeah. This was in the comments. These are fun to fuck with. Here we go. I was going for fear of ridicule at my ineptitude. Hands ringing with sweat. I mumbled to the waiter, I've never really done this before and I'm feeling a little overwhelmed. He was very gentle with me, helping to determine cuts, discussing firmness and flavor profiles, and suggesting perhaps a petite filet for you. I recommend a medium rare. Really? I said. Mm -hmm. My heart pounded mm -hmm. as the plate drew closer. Hoping I was using my cutlery properly, I forgot to take into account all the juiciness of the steak. And in this almost inappropriate dance, some dribbled down my chin. That's when I embarrassingly made eye contact with a waiter who gave me a reassuring look. It happens all the time. That's what napkins are for. <laughs> <laughs> 
Paul is investing his career in this, and I'm loving it. Paul is super talented, and instead of working on TV shows right now, he's just reenacting these. So then... That was the first video. That was the first video. Mm -hmm. Then he posted this, steak tacos at a wedding, clearly a sign of a lifetime of happiness. Congrats, Jill and Patrick. Steak tacos. Okay? By the way, he's at a wedding, and the only picture he takes is of steak. And then me and you, we read our favorite (laughs) steak porn comments out loud on the podcast. Yeah. And then he comes up with this next video. The next video is uh, Steak Stories, episode two. Thank you for everything from behind the scenes. So now this is... Paul once again, and this is our steak king. God damn it, that steak's amazing. More steaks, more steaks, more steaks. Please, please, please. Oh my God, oh my God, there's another one. I'm gonna start this off with, I want your steak inside me. What's up, baby doll? What's up? (laughs) Kristen and Danny. Can I just tell you a little bit about Paul? He's such a doofus. He does not know anything about steak. None of this is like in his wheelhouse. I just think it's hard not to be good at it. It is going to be a raw steak followed by a cooked steak. Okay. Okay. I did not see that coming. That's like fucking intense, man. This is my favorite part. I've never cried. I've never cried for a steak. Barb. Hey, how about we shoot in landscape mode, Barb? Everything's in portrait mode? (laughs) Jesus Christ. I'm a fucking television producer. I make TV brilliantly. I long for the meat. Your meat, Paul. Thank you for everything. Okay. Steak King. So that's that one. That killed me. That takes so much work. Dude, He so he shot it like Drunk History. If you're listening, he shot it like Drunk History. Yep. Where he took our words and him and his his wife, Barb, reenacted all of it. With a story. He created together a story. When he goes, uh, how, Barb, how about pan, portrait mode? Yeah. Well, how about landscape mode? She, sh- I couldn't, that caught me off guard because it's all of a sudden in, in the middle of this greatly shot thing, it goes to portrait mode and I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck? And then it cuts. Dude, that was great. Then he posted this picture, star, brought a brick, a breakfast fit for a steak king. Dude, I'm obsessed with steak king. This is my favorite thing. Now, we're going to watch the new video this week. Okay. You haven't seen it, right? I have not seen it. So hopefully we can find some way to get interactively involved. Mm-hmm. It's already got 14,000 views, 1,400 views, 45 comments. Let's take it to the next level. Ladies and gentlemen, it is episode three of Steak King. God. Oh. Oh. What a fucking dork. It is the little tassels. Steak Stories presents New York Strip. And then it cuts to a, a piece of paper, wrap a steak wrapped in a piece of paper. It cut open. It's opening. It's opening. It's opening. The second paper starts to come off. And the steak's in a bikini, bikini top off, two pasties. Brilliant. (laughs) Brilliant. I would like you to go on and compare this to your favorite scene that you've ever seen in a movie. Okay? And why it's better. So go to whatever movie you've ever seen 
And your favorite scene, like my favorite scene, one of my favorite scenes is in Boogie Nights when Scotty J sees Dirk Diggler's dick for the first time. Everyone's got their own look. Burt Reynolds takes like a harder puff off his cigarette. Julianne Moore goes, oh. And uh, and both the, uh, I think Don Cheadle and the other uh, actor, uh, Brock, kind of turn their head sideways. This is my favorite scene. Scotty J goes like this. Okay. This is better than that. And I'll tell you why. That steak showed more emotion than Philip Seymour. Well, maybe I shouldn't make that joke. Uh, go on there and compare it to your favorite movie scenes you've ever seen, your favorite uh, films you've ever seen, and say why this is better. This Instagram post from the State King made my penis tingle more than the Wild Things <laughs> 2 lesbian scene when I was a kid. The spit dripping from mouth to mouth in that... <laughs> in, in what was the movie where... Uh, she taught her how to kiss Selma Blair. Selma Blair has MS. Oh shit! Yeah, that's right, dude. What about that, fucking Selma Blair's a shit. Selma Blair and uh, and uh, and uh, Freddie Prince Jr.'s wife, Sarah Michelle Gellar, make out. By the way, can you notice that I'm skinnier? Do you guys look at this and go like, God damn it, you're not as fat as when you did other episodes of this show? I feel skinnier in this episode. I wonder if I am. I haven't weighed myself. I'm gonna weigh myself November fifth. Who is it? Who was it? Cruel Intentions. Cruel Intentions. Yeah, that made my dick hard, but, but not as hard as the steak king. The scene from Deer Hunter had me on the edge of my seat, but not like while I was waiting to see what came out under this steak. Paul, you are an auteur. Fast Times at Ridgemont High has nothing on the steak king, dude. I thought I was on the edge of my seat for Schindler's List. Nope. Not the way I was waiting to see what was revealed at the end of this. <laughs> More inappropriate, the better. Let's have fun with the steak king. Paul, please keep posting these. What's the one movie where she uncrosses her legs and you see her? Cru- uh, Basic Instinct. Basic- oh, yeah. That pussy bush shot in Basic Instincts? Guffaw. Guffaw, guffaw, guffaw. Fucking load him up. Load him up and follow Paul underscore Baldwin. He's got 3,146 followers. If he's at 5,000 next week, I will do the entire episode with my shirt off. Way to threaten us. I'll do it pantless. I just want to see those pasties come off on that steak. I got a pasty company reached out to me and see if they could sponsor me. <laughs> That's kind of funny. Yeah, I know. I wish I could knew the name of them. I'd give them a free promo. <laughs> Eminem's got a new movie. Follow the State King. Paul underscore Baldwin. Uh, Eminem's got a new movie called Bodied. We're going to look at the trailer for it right now. Here we go. A world premiere. Bodied. On YouTube Premium. Two million views. Is it good? Don't tell me. I'm not telling you. I'm an Eminem. Huge Eminem fan. Okay, we should put the volume on. Started over. Rated R. I hope it's about a kid that grew up on 8 Mile. 9 Mile? 8 Mile. 8 Mile. That's so funny. I just talked to someone from Detroit the other day. Who was that? You were here. Whose wife grew up in Detroit? Gary Owens. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, what's up? This is the California Battle League, and I'll be... I'm already in. I'm already <laughs> fucking in. I'm already in. Hey, Eminem, 
I don't even want to watch anymore. I almost don't want to watch anymore. I'm already fucking in. I'm, oh my God, I fucking love this. I fucking already, I don't know what it's about. But you do at the same time. I kind of do. Yeah. And I am, twi- I am tingling with excitement. Oh, there's fuck. Whoever directed this, whoever put this trailer together, fucking nailed it out of the park already. You know for a fact when they put it, the, because I've, I've edited things together where I show it and I go, oh, that starts strong. I'll show you some of my at work in a second. Let's start it from the beginning. Here we go. Bodied, Eminem's new movie, produced by Eminem, official trailer. Alright, what's up? This is the Killer Fornia Battle League, and I be your host, Donnie Narco, aka the Walking Drug Lab, aka Mr. Splash. Put my drink on your bitch's ass and won't even tip the glass. You feel me? Battle rap is a street fight. You got someone right in your face trying to tear you apart. I don't know if I should slap you like a bitch or punch your face like a man. Cause I keep switching from open palm to a fist. Like a white boy shaking your hand. Actual G's, you ain't kill none. So shut the f up and chill some. Just cause you look like Kim Jong Un doesn't mean you're ill, son. You have some creative Asian jokes. You, you think? Yeah, at least you knew I was Korean. As far as I'm concerned, that's culturally sensitive by battle rap standards. Yeah. I don't. You out there killing it, huh? That audience reaction, it's like heroin. Yeah. So, what do you do? I mean, besides appropriate black culture for your livelihood. Oh, she bodied you. Not tonight, Satan. Yeah. Whenever I battle, I'm going to get the bitch boss, and you won't get the Asian boss, because that's what the audience wants to hear. Intolerance will not be tolerated. Delete your account. What you going to do? You ready for this? Your crunchy granola. I can tell by your pungent aroma. We got bitches, blunts, pregnant prostitutes. Uh, this bitch got a wider gap than the income between white and black. Are you trying to satirize? If I did, then would you be satisfied? Stop rhyming, you little. <laughs> <laughs> when I'm done with this soft white rapper, he'll be on lines after typing All Lives Matter. <laughs> white people. That's why I watch rap battles. Bodies entire family. Yeah. Look, front, back, front, salute. Got it? Got it. Alright, that was great. We're gonna watch that one more time. That's how much I liked it. There's some stuff I need to figure out what they were talking about, but that is fucking awesome. Fuck yeah, Eminem. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. God damn it. I'm so fucking excited. I, let's just watch it one more time. I'm so sorry. We're going to watch it one more time. I'm so sorry. It's my show. I get to do whatever the fuck I want. All right, what's up? This is the Killer Fornia Battle League. <coughs> I think I have COPD. I'll be your host, Donnie Narco, a.k.a. The Walking Drug Lab, a.k.a. Mr. Splash. Put my drink on your bitch's ass and won't even tip the glass. You feel me? I love that. I love that intro. Battle rap is a street fight. You got someone right in your face trying to tear you apart. I don't know if I should slap you like a bitch or punch your face like a man. Because I keep switching from open palm to a fist like a white boy shaking your hand. Actual G's, 
you ain't kill none. So shut the fuck up and chill some. Just cause you look like Kim Jong-un doesn't mean you're ill, son. That's a great fucking line. Does Eminem write all the lyrics in this? I don't know. I mean, he, he's got to write the battle raps. Can you imagine just sitting in his head, walking up and meeting someone at Starbucks and being like, yo, your hat's on sideways. You know, and like thinking of something that raps with that. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> oh, squirrel walking into my... Why do I sound... Why do I... Even when I rap, I, I sound like a black guy. Is that cultural appropriation? You don't sound like a black guy. Yo, squirrel, squirrel getting the nut. Does that sound black when I talk like that? No, you just sound like... Like I'm cool? You. Oh. Uh, this is me rapping if I didn't... If I didn't culturally appropriate. My name's Bert. I do... I like to squirt. And... Bert. Bottles. Every bottle. Like to... Had... Catch grottles. I don't <laughs> And the pirate song. Here we go. That's some creative Asian jokes. You, you think? Yeah, at least you knew I was Korean. As far as I'm concerned, that's culturally sensitive by battle. So is this a is this a is this a rap is this a whole movie about cultural appropriation, rap battles and society and what everyone's doing with race right now? I'd be curious. I'd be interested in that because I know that there are a lot of people that uh, a lot of black people that are not cool with white people uh Take like wearing dreadlocks. That's a, maybe a dreadlocks too far, but like no, that's braids true, in their hair. They got so mad at Kim Kardashian. Yeah, they got mad at Kendall Kardashian for having uh, curly hair. Jenner. Kendall Jenner. She's a fucking Jenner. Have standards. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. You out there killing it? Huh? That audience reaction. It's like heroin. Yeah. So, what do you do? I mean, besides appropriate black culture for your livelihood. Oh. It's I like this actor too. He's like DJ Qualls if DJ Qualls didn't look sick. Like DJ Qualls kind of like sometimes you get lost in the fact that you're like, God, man, if he sits down too quick, he's going to break a leg. She bodied you. Not tonight, Satan. I thought bodied meant when some girl put her finger in your ass. It doesn't. Yeah. I was bodied once. I was bodied probably three times. One time I asked a girl to body me and she was like, what? And I was like, nothing. I'm gonna get the bitch boss and you won't get the Asian boss because that's what the audience wants to hear. Intolerance will not be tolerated. Delete your account. Wait, what's this? Is he? I'm trying to figure out what that part of that of that trailer is. Intolerance will not be tolerated. Delete your account. What you gonna do? You ready for this? Your crunchy granola. I can tell by your pungent aroma. See, that's what I was talking about. Uh, Eminem probably walks into a Starbucks and he's like, your hat's on sideways. I didn't mind the movie Sideways. I didn't mind the show Happy Days. Okay. Look at... As I gaze. Hayes. What you say when you see people you haven't seen in a while. Horses eat it too. Uh-oh. There goes a Jew. Achoo. I like to run in a maze and perform on stage. Uh, we're on to the things that rhyme with blue. Brew. Thanks is a lot, Doctor Who. <laughs> you re you're really bad. <laughs> got bitches, blunts, pregnant prostitutes. This bitch got a wider gap than the income between white and black. Are you trying to satirize? If I did, then would you be satisfied? Stop rhyming, you little... <laughs> When I'm done with this soft white rapper, he'll be on lines after typing all lives matter. Ha <laughs> ha, white people. 
That's why I watch rap battles. Body's entire family. Yeah. I'm in. I wonder how this front, is gonna do. Back, front, salute. Got it? Uh, I don't know. I think it'll do good with white Got kids. Because every white kid sees themselves as that kid that can hang out with black kids. I did. I definitely was like, oh, I'm, I'm into hip hop. I know the call. You see it on my podcast. When I interview black people, I, le I want them to know that I like hip hop. I was like, why can't I just be a regular person? <laughs> There's only one Gary Owen. And we just released this podcast yesterday. Nice. Yeah. Are you definitely, I, I'm not as bad as some people. There are some hosts on television that when they talk to black people, they talk black. That's fucking hilarious. Hilarious. That's, by the way. We got to find some of those for next time. I can't because some of them are my friends. <laughs> uh, one of the best ones ever, ever, ever is one of my friends. Talks to an old black man and I not, I'm almost not even exaggerating. He's like, so you be sitting out here all day? You going to be sitting out? Like it's bad. And even you, halfway through, you're like, oh, oh, oh. but it's, it, he's not being racist. He's just trying to relate. He's trying to connect. Like, I, I guess in, it just is, it comes off a tad bit insensitive. I'm sure I've, I've been guilty of it. I'm certain of it. I've been guilty of it because you do, you do mimic the energy of people that you uh, are interviewing. And so sometimes like, uh, like uh, black women coming off roller coasters were always the best to interview because they come off with so much energy. You go, Hey, tell me all this was white. Tell me about the ride. And they go, damn, that shit, that shit be popping. I'm telling you right now. Fuck champagne, fuck a blunt, fuck I'll be, and you be like, you be what? And you can't help it. You just match their energy. But some, this one I'm talking about was a long, uh-oh, look who's coming in. It's Leanne Kreischer coming into a, um, coming into a open tabs. How long have we been doing? Uh, 37. Jesus. Seems longer. We've only covered two topics. Uh, you told me to come back here right at home. Have you eaten lunch yet? You want to wait for me? Well, I ha we have to pick up our daughter in 15 minutes from school. All right. I'll be out in 15. Okay. All right. We have to be there in 15. Okay. I'll be out in 10. All right. I love you. Love you. <coughs> All right. Let's buzz through this then. Here we go. Uh, let's get into some stuff that I had researched and we'll close these topics out. Halston, freeze frame right now so that if... Uh, oh, I want to see this. I wanted to see this. Nathaniel Ratcliffe. Ra Nathaniel Ratliff and the Night Sweats. I love his boots. We're going to get pulled down for this, I bet. The music. We don't advertise. I love Nathaniel Ratliff and the Night Sweats. A Little Honey is the name of the song. What keeps you he shaved his beard, has trimmed his beard. Let's take our time just Eric Andre's in it. That's a joke. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hello? Who's this? I don't know you're allowed to. 
Hey, oh. Cayman Ben was there. <laughs> Hang on one second. I'm doing a live podcast. I'm doing a live podcast. Yeah, well, hey, put me on. You're on. You say it's Dan Bilzerian? No, no. <laughs> Have you been playing this the whole time? That's what, is what I wonder. No, no, I just I'm, I, I just saw Durango, Colorado, and I have a friend that's in prison I in Durango. I fucking answered, you asshole. Because <laughs> I changed my number. Because I'm supposed to be living in Durango. Yeah. What are you doing? Hey, hey listen, listen, look. I either have the SSG, which is a Secret Service ghost, or National Geographics. My only other one, my paranoia, is Burt Kreischer following me around. It's not happening. I'm not there. I'm coming there, though, soon. cool, dude. I get it. I get it. All right? But, like, I literally told Spirit, my new girlfriend, I love her, but you know me, Bert. I'm a very egotistical, fucking superficial, aesthetically, I, you know me. You know how I am. Yes. I don't love her as much as I wish I did, but it's the best, you know? And, uh, yeah, I went from Lake Placid. Stop. Well, you, I know you don't smoke bong hits, you idiot. I'm, I'm coughing. I think I got COPD. Yeah, right. You've had COPD since you were nine years old. <laughs> I got I got popcorn lung. No, that doesn't even exist. <laughs> Somebody told me I had popcorn lungs. What was it from? Vape pens. Oh, yeah, from vaping. You yeah. know me, bro. Yeah. How much have I smoked in my life? A lot. If you can put something in a bowl, I will smoke it. Do I have popcorn lungs? Nope. Then you don't. I'm good. You're <laughs> fucking great. Croy asked me one time, he said, Cayman, does Bert do cocaine? I'm like, no, he has a heart problem. <laughs> he why, are, why are all his managers asking him if he needs the white? I'm like, Bert's just playing with him. For, yeah, let me uh, let me call you back. Let me call you back. I gotta finish this podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. finish it. Do it well. I All right, you. I love you too. Bye. Is that one of your buddies from college? Uh, it's one of my buddies from growing up. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, he's just calling to little call in, little Cayman Ben Lazare, everybody. Uh, all right, we're getting out of this. Nathaniel Rateliff, I love him. Uh, Sarah Silverman said that Louis C.K. jacked off in front of her, and then shit went crazy because she said that. Uh, Lena Dunham lost 40 pounds due to depression. It's odd that they said that. <coughs> uh, every time they put that, that picture of Gabrielle Sinovese, uh Precious, I'm a little bit, you'll be shocked how much weight she what she looks like now. I always click it, and they never show her. They show other celebrities that lost weight. They never show Gabrielle Sinovese. And then they cut to Lena Dunham, and they said she lost pounds for dep- like depression. Is that a weight loss technology? Did you see that? It says Lena Dunham, 40 pounds, depression. All right, let's get out of that. SL and alumni, Finesse Mitchell. Uh, we just had him on the podcast. Uh, booked a flight to San Francisco. Google, oh, transparent. Jill Soloway and and uh, and, and uh, Hannah Gatsby are dating. That made me so fucking happy. I know that... I know that people think that I wouldn't like that because I, I'm a, they think I'm a fucking meathead. I'm sure that both Jill Soloway and Hannah Gadsby would like, if someone's like, Burt Kreischer was talking about you on this podcast. First of all, they go, who the fuck's Burt Kreischer? Second of all, if they did know who I was, they'd be like, oh, great. 
But I'm really happy for them. I think that's awesome. I think it's awesome people find love. What's it? I got really happy when I heard about that. I went, oh, fuck yeah. They're on tour together. And it's just fucking awesome. I just think it's awesome. That's all. Can I not be? Alyssa Milano got uh, got thrown under the bus for being friends with the woman that supports Sharia law. You know what Sharia law is? Uh, I didn't hear it's about Basically that. where you can throw rocks at women because you think they're whores. That ha- is what happens in the Middle East. By the way, don't listen to me politically. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. But I'm pretty sure Sharia law means you can throw rocks at... Can I tell you, I think Alyssa Milano is fucking gorgeous. I bet she's going nuts for this Dodgers fucking... Oh, this song was supposed to be a Limp Biscuit song. Have you heard this? Hmm. Hold on. New Bring Me the Horizon song was supposed to be for Limp Biscuit. Do you know who Bring Me the Horizon is? Yeah. Are they good? Yeah, they're a good metal band. Okay, that was a dick way to say they're good. No, they are. Yeah, they're they're, they're like the biggest middle metal band, like p- hardcore kind of. Metal How come I band. can't find what's the name of the song? I'm not sure. I didn't look at it. Bring me the horizon. Let's see. Uh, Wonderful life. This is the song. Wonderful life. Let's hear it and see if it would. If you can imagine Fred Durst doing it better. Okay. Bring me the horizon. Wonderful One- life. Is that how it goes? That's my Limp Biscuit impression. It's just one of those wonderful lives when you don't want to wake up. Yeah. I read a fun fact about the brain and how it starts to deteriorate when we get to 27 or thereabouts. By the way, this sounds like a Limp Bizkit song. I can picture Fred Durst singing this. Let's hear when he loses his shit. Got me thinking about my head and what I can do to help stimulate it. it makes me sad, but I forgot what I'm on about. I'll tell you what, you're turning Burke Kreischer into a Bring Me the Horizon fan. like this. I like that chord progression right here. Right here. My Debbie Downer, what's your problem? Don't want to be here, still call shotgun. This is why how you can tell it's supposed to be a Olympics song. A Debbie Downer. Like they always used terminology that was too familiar you know like <laughs> yeah. uh like uh like close but no cigar like those are limp biscuit <laughs> lyrics or like uh it was always like 
it was always something like close but no cigar. Uh, I did it all for the nookie. Like, nookie? Like, it was. So you could get this cookie. Yeah, it was like. I love, by the way, I love Limp Biscuit. I love Limp Biscuit. Hey, you We've, might like Bring Me the Horizon too. I mean, I'm going like to like. Them, I like Bring Me the Horizon. Like the gonna, number one kind of metal band right now. They have really two great albums called Sepaternal, and that's the spirit that I I really enjoy. <laughs> but I'm going to like to them today. Like Bring Me the Horizon. Uh, I liked Pete Davidson's exit with Ariana Grande. You got to run soon. I got to run soon. Google News. Dodgers lost last night. Uh, Chris Gethart is a regular comic now which i i gotta hear this whole thing but uh not i mean not regular comic but that's what this article in vulture chris gethart's slow transition from upb upcb improviser to comedy seller stand-up comedy seller stand-up means comedy seller means like basic comic like just a, a bro comic regular comic and chris gethart is a very insightful storyteller he's uh, i mean I, he's definitely like the quintessential ucb Guy, he did a great special on HBO about uh, suicide. Hmm. Really fucking, but he's a Jersey kid, if I'm not mistaken. He's a Jersey kid. He's a regular dude, just a little more sensitive and talked about it. It was a rough, fucking amazing special. And to hear him transition, I, I, I found that fa fascinating. So I haven't read the article. I think, is this one of his jokes? Can we play one of his jokes? Let's just hear it. The following happens. In By the way, I'm not playing a joke for you to judge it. I'm not judging it. I'm so, I, and so don't expect my laughter, my non-laughter to be anything other than just me listening to them. This is, I guess they're promoting his new special called Mother's Day. Uh, I think it's called Mother's Day or maybe that's the joke. Or maybe this is just a podcast about jokes. I don't know. Two years ago on Mother's Day, I went home to... I'll tell you what I love about Chris Gethard. Jersey, where I'm from. Following happens in... I think I might be saying his name wrong. Gethard. Gethard. I love the way he talks. Is that, yeah, like I, I can I can get into a comic based on the what they sound like. I love the way he talks. I love the way he talks. I forgot about that until I started listening. All right, here we go. The following happened to me two years ago on Mother's Day. I went home to New Jersey where I'm from. Had a lovely day with my mom and my dad, just the three of us. It was great. I'm getting ready to leave for no reason, prompted by nothing. My mom goes, hey, do you want to hear a story that I've never told anyone? And I went, okay. And she said, great, it's about your birth. My dad went, I've never heard it? And she went, no, I've never had the heart to tell anyone this story. She said, when you were little and the other kids used to pick on you for having such a big head, it always broke my heart because I knew that when you were being born and you started crowning, like when you were emerging, the doctor took a step back and shouted the words, my God, his head, it's as big as a bowling ball. That's how my life began the very first thing that ever happened to me. I hadn't yet escaped the birth canal and I was being mocked by a healthcare professional. <laughs> so she told me that story. She thought I was going to find it funny. Instead, she saw that I was kind of reeling from it. So she made a joke to cover her tracks. And the joke she made was, well, 
At least you'll never know how many stitches they gave me. And I went, oh my God, how many? And she got real serious and went, no, you'll actually never know, because I don't know. They refused to tell me. <laughs> oh my God. And I said, I am so sorry. And I have to tell you guys, apologizing to your mother for being born on mother. What's that, babe? Okay, go ahead. Sorry. Sorry. Is she mad at me? I don't know. You said you'd be out in 10 minutes. Stay? Doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel good. So she said that. They refused to tell me. I said, I'm sorry. And that's when my dad jumped in with his joke. And he said, actually, you should be apologizing to me for that. So that's how I spent my Mother's Day. <laughs> Apologizing to my father for just ravaging the vagina of my mother with my bowling ball head. I, uh, I don't know that Vulture titled this article properly. I still think that joke works in any room. Uh, I still thought Chris Gethardt's material would work in the cellar. Um, some of the stuff, obviously, I think the deeper stuff and a late night set would be difficult for anybody, but he's a very talented comic. And, uh, that's a great joke. I love, I, 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 this is, let me tell you something. As a person who does stand up for a living, this is what I love about this joke, this part right here. Something happened to me two years ago on Mother's Day. I went home to New Something happened to me two years ago when I went home on Mother's Day. What a great intro. And then the mom. Can I tell you something I've never told anybody? Never had the heart to tell. It's a great fucking joke. T.I.'s Melina Trump is getting death threats. She is fucking beautiful. Wait, is that real, Melina? Oh, no. I'm sorry. I was looking at... Mel What's her name? Meliana? Melania? Melania? Oh, Melania, yeah. Mel Melania Trump. I was looking at Melania Trump. Melania Trump's fucking hot. I don't give a fuck what anyone wants to say. Shout out to Big Boy's son. Commits to Oregon to be a running back. Fuck yeah. Nice. Cross Patton. They live there? Uh, no, no, he just got recruited. He's a great running back out in uh, Atlanta. And Big Boy always puts him on his Instagram. You know I'm a huge fan of Big Boy. And Is I he going to play for the Ducks or the Beavers? He's going to play for the Ducks. Dope. Dope. Ray Carruth got out of prison. Fuck that guy forever. Uh, ooh, I visited the private terminal at LAX where rich people pay upwards of $4,500 to skip lines and pull up in their planes and their BMWs, and it made me feel like a billionaire. Is there video footage? Nope than a hard pass you wrote an article like you're on the fucking plymouth rock the mayflower i meant to say mayflower and i didn't know i was about to say mayweather yeah and you didn't film it that video would have gotten tons of views yeah you wrote an article come on tanza lubenbach you gotta fucking record it or it didn't happen that dude ripped his mom for sure chris gathart no that's guy. oh yeah 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 Amy Schumer, in nod of support of Colin Kaepernick, said she too won't be appearing in Super Bowl ads. I already talked about this. She's going to be ripped soon. She's pregnant. Yeah. I called that. Yes, you did. On open tab. Can I tell you what happened? I'm, I'm just calling it. I know, I, I'm well aware now that Amy listens to a lot of podcasts because uh, she's gotten, I'm not going to share gossip, but she may be listening to this. But I think what happened is, uh, I'm not going to share it. Fuck it. I don't want to spread bread shit about Amy, but... She's pregnant. 
Cat Williams said this light skinned girl's ugly. That's an interesting slam that you can do if you're black. Just say that light skinned people are more unattractive than you. Or that dark that black people only do that. That darker black people are not as attractive as light skinned black people. Hmm. Isn't that interesting? Can I tell you I think the chick from Belly who's really dark. She was like played the murderer. I thought she was hot as fuck. I would want to date a really dark skinned black chick. This is how uh, nuanced my affection is. Really dark skinned black chick, but I want blue lights in my black lights going on in my room, and her to have uh, fluorescent lipstick and glitter all over her body, and be sweating. By the way, I'd also date her just like regular, but that's my but that's it's a direct reference to belly. Noah Noah Trevor Noah Trevor Noah Trevor. Trevor Noah has a new flex. <laughs> Sound it out. Nope. <laughs> do, you, uh, do you like when I tell you that? We're cutting through these. What? Destroyer. This is Nicole Kidman. Oh, are you ready? We're watching this trailer. Okay. Destroyer by Nicole Kidman. This is her. This doesn't even look like her. Oh, fuck yeah. Oh, whoa. I spent my whole life scrapping. Jealous, hungry, scared. I want to find something decent. Something good. You can be better than me. No ID, no idea. I know your whole story. Placing our agent undercover, she'll look right enough next to our guy. If we do this, we accept the consequences. Do you love me? You know I do. You chose to play cops and robbers. I'm mad. I'm still mad. It's burned a circuit in my brain. December. What the fuck is this about? Sebastian Stan stars as a chief antagonist alongside Nicole Kidman and the rest of this top-notch cast. Don't know any of them. Don't know any of them. Bradley Whitford. That's who that was. And that you didn't see it. The movie screened earlier. This festival. We're looking at Destroyer. And what the fuck is it about? 
She plays an LAPD detective facing her past when a gang leader she went undercover to bust early on in her career reemerges, sending her on a journey to confront remaining members of the gang and her own demons. Nice. Nice. I like it. I fucking like it. Tara Reid got kicked off a plane for having a dog. These are me reading headlines. This is me dyslexically reading headlines. George Lopez got in a fight with a dude at Trump at Hooters for being a Trump supporter. I saw the video of the guy shot. The guy was being a dick. Just letting you know. I support George in this. Sarah Silverman. We already talked about that. Connors killed off Roseanne with... Uh, whatever did you watch that episode no i never watched the i never watched it when it came back did you watch your joe rogan interview uh a little bit <laughs> i watched a little bit as well that's all i could that's all i could handle is she's uh she's a little fucking cuckoo we're looking at treadmills she did a vice interview as well i saw that and basically she just sat there and smoked cigarettes yeah just like joe rogan's yeah i don't I want better for her. She said Stanhope got her into smoking cigarettes again. <laughs> Way to go. How's he doing, by the way, in Sober October? You got any updates from him? I have him? not gotten any updates from him. Mike Epps. Mike Epps can't say uh, this is, where's the word? Fuck, never mind. God, there's one word Mike Epps can't say. There's a lot of stuff. We're going to leave a lot of this stuff up here and come back and get into it uh, on next open tabs. Uh, real quick. Bodied looks great. Steak King. Alex Jones meets Elon Musk. We teased it at the beginning. Apparently, these two titans of industry bumped into each other. Let's just hear what it was like. Here we go. And we aren't all so busy and hang out more like in the old days. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I remember having dinner with you like six, seven years ago, and you're like, well, we're going to have cheese pizza. We're going to have we're gonna have the, the, the nut sauce, and we're going to have the pasta. Yeah. And we're going to have, you know, succulent hot dogs. We know you love succulent hot dogs. <laughs> They're delicious. Guaranteed to make any party better. I mean, dude, that's what it is. They went fast. <laughs> Apple juice. Yeah. Thank you. Here's to you, buddy. Cheers. Good stuff. It's really good. Oh, yeah. I'm going to be honest with you. We're sorry about the truth here. I'd like to, some today, really get into the big picture and what I believe is really going on because I figured out the basis of what's happening. And if you want to know, I will actually break down right now the best knowledge right now of what's happening on the planet. Sure. Let me give you a basic gestalt. <laughs> Google believes that the first artificial intelligence will be a supercomputer based on the neuron activities of the hive mind of humanity. And so all of our thoughts go into it, and we're actually building a computer that has real neurons in real time that's also psychically connected to us that are organic creatures. And so then it's the end of consciousness and free will for individuals, as we know, and a true hive mind consciousness with an AI jacked into everyone knowing our hopes and dreams this is what Hitler freaked out about and picked up and 
delivering it to us, not in some PKD wirehead system where we plug in and give up on consciousness because of unlimited pleasure, but because we were already wired in and absorbed before we knew it by giving over our consciousness to the system by our daily decisions that it was able to manipulate and control into a larger system. There's now a human counterstrike taking place to shut this off before it gets fully into place <laughs> and to block these systems and to try to have an actual debate about where humanity goes and cut off the pedophiles and psychic vampires that are controlled of this AI system before humanity is destroyed. Well, I mean, you could argue that any group of people is this sort of like a collective AI in in the Google sort of search, where we're all sort of plugged in as like like nodes on the network, and the, the and Google plus the, all the humans that connect to it are one giant cybernetic collective. This is also true of Facebook and Twitter, and Instagram, and all these social networks. They're giant cybernetic collectives. I try to convince people to slow down, slow down AI, to regulate AI. This was futile. I tried for years. We should probably do a video or something and explain it. We should tell people. People don't know that they should even search for us. It's amazing. You smoke marijuana quite a bit, and you're still a smart cookie. Because I'm an alien. Yeah, you're not of this world, bro. You're the alien. <laughs> well, are we going to eat after this? Fine. What are you saying? Fun. But listen, let's just... But going on to... What were we covering? Okay. Well, look up Frank Marshall Davis's pornography. <laughs> Nobody really cares what porn you watch. It's like... Nobody actually cares, you know. I'm talking about guys like in goth drag that that gave uh, live head. But but listen, that's not the issue. You you know where uh, the theory of of the species and where all the Darwin stuff came from. Yes, he had an hallucination and believed he was given all this stuff from like demons. Darwin wrote this. These letters are public. You can read these online from the. Wait, where's Elon Musk from? Uh, South Africa. Of course, that's where that accent's from. All right, I can't listen to... Uh, Alex Jones gives me anxiety. Yeah, <laughs> and Elon puts you to sleep. It's kind of a weird mixture there. Oh, it's my dad. Hello? Hey, Bert, it's your dad. Hey, dad. Uh, I'm on doing a podcast. Can I call you back in like no. two... I'll call you back in two minutes. Well, I'll be home. Call, give me a call in about 30 minutes. That's fine. Bye-bye. Okay, bye. All right, that's open tabs for the week. How long do we do? Hour six. Nice. That's not bad. We're going to keep doing them one time a lot. If it's not every week, I appreciate you guys being cool, being like, I get it, you're busy. Thank you very much. Uh, and we'll keep doing them when they can come up. And and then in this tour, hopefully we can figure out a way to do them on the road. It'll be fun to do them from the tour bus. Uh, if we even get the tour bus, I just got a quote in for the tour bus and it's a tad bit more expensive than I thought. If you have a tour bus company, hit up your boy, Bert Kreischer, Body Shots World Tour. I will see you guys in 2019. Get your tickets, BertBertBert.com. They're on pre-sale right now, so use promo code SHOTS to get them before they go on general sale Friday. They've already been on general sale, but the new show's added. They're on pre-sale. Go in, get your tour dates, uh, get your tickets. And then I'll see you guys uh, next week. I love you with all my heart. I've got, will you help me get up my leg? My ankle's fucking <laughs> killing me. <laughs> all right, the show's over, but uh, I'm leaving.
I gotta go do the rowing machine because I can't fucking use my foot. Oh, fuck. Oh, my God. It hurts so bad. Oh. This episode was brought to you by The Machine.